is the Technium taking us, and are we ready? Science. What exactly is this new religion sweeping the world? The future. Can destructive innovation save us from the fire and brimstone? And a whole bunch of other weird and interesting shit. You're listening to Mike and the Beard. Hey everybody, welcome back to episode number 30, 35 of Mike and the Beard. Holla at you boys, what's up Mike? What's up Tony? I'm excited for episode 35, excited. Yeah, 35, halfway through the 30s. Yeah. It's fun, you know, I, I was really, really scared, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but I was really afraid of turning 30. Like for a long time, oh, I didn't man. think we're, I was gonna make it. We're gonna start off heavy in this episode. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think I didn't think I was gonna make it. I always had like this. We're gonna get real heavy right now because when I was a kid, I always thought I was gonna die when I was like a teenager. Right. I don't know why. Like I always had this feeling I was gonna die, and so like anytime people would talk about the future, like I'm gonna go to U of M, and I'm like I'm gonna go to heaven. <laughs> like <laughs> I always had this. You know, I was so fucked up as a kid, but I never thought that I was going to live. Maybe it was because I was chubby. Dude, you know, and my mom, and like, uh, you know, I was a fat kid. My mom was a nurse, you know, so she'd always be like, you know, kids your age die of heart attacks. You better start eating better. And I'm like, oh, God. And I was yeah. just like, I'm not not putting it all on that. But like, I definitely like had this fear growing, like growing up the whole time where I'm just like, people are talking about the future. Like, I'm going to get married and blah, blah. And I'm just like, I'm going to be dead. So it's not going to matter. Man, shaping a story like that's dangerous. Like you would have been better off, like safer, like cliff diving or like doing the squirrel suits or something like dangerous and thrilling. Like that would have been safer than having a story and thought like that, like rule your yeah. life for a couple of years. Like, I mean, it was like more than a couple of years. It was like most of my life. And like, uh, I remember like, remember in high school, um, when I was like a, a senior in high school, I got in that really bad car accident, right? And I had like the whole like truck, like I got into yeah. a car accident and like I woke up and like the uh, dashboard was on my chest and like the ceiling of the vehicle was bent right above my head and they had to use the Jaws of Life to get me out and then they had to like, they had to take me in a helicopter and like fly me to Ann Arbor because right. I was so fucked up, you know, and I was like, "Oh, that was it. Like, that was my die moment, and I didn't die." You know, so, so that's like when after it changed, that, huh? That's when it changed. That's when you were like, "No, maybe I'm not gonna die." Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you know, and like after that, I kind of had like this idea where I'm like, "Hmm, maybe that was like my die moment." And they were like, "Hey, yeah, you could have, you could have. Now, what are you gonna do with this?" And I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna do with this." I'm going to form really bad eating habits and get myself real fat for about 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to lose weight and then appreciate life. But my whole 20s are just a mess. But 30s, dude. 30s are where it's at. Dude, 30s. Uh, my dad always said it was he was, like, young enough to, like, not care but old enough to know better. He, like, his 30s were his best, you know. And we're just breaking wow, into a, our 30s, and I'm, like, pumped about it. Yeah, dude. That was a, that's a – say that again. That was, that was a – He like said that, that – uh, Oh, my thirties were my were my favorite. I was I was old enough to know better, but like too young to care. Or stop, I can't remember what, uh, is that what I just said? Yeah. yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I like that. 
Yeah. Like young enough, That's like awesome. young enough to like enjoy life, be agile, you know, and be like youthful, but still like know better, you know. You mm-hmm. so you take that and combine it with the fact that it's like statistically, it's like proven fact that you're at your peak creatively in your thirties, you know. Mm. I was thinking about I it. See that. I was thinking about it recently. I was like, man, you, you think about your twenties, especially like your second half of your twenties, right? And there's like this. For me, at least, there's like this pressure of like, man, I need to be doing something now. Like, that's like 25. Like, I'm close to like, like I'm getting old. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember when yeah. my dad was 31. Like, I remember my dad turning mm-hmm. like 32, 31. You know what I'm saying? And now I'm yeah. that age. So it's like, I'm old. Like, I'm my dad's kind of old, you know? Like, <laughs> I should be doing something now. And it's like, I was thinking about it recently. And I was like, what if we just accepted that? Like, your first 18 years of your life, like, especially right now in, like, the culture we live in, like, you're in high school, you're kind of, like, going with the flow, you don't really know what the fuck's going on, you're not really out there on your own, like, navigating life, and, like, right. you know, but your 20s, like, 18 to say, you know, and then into, like, your third, like, that 10 years, that's where you're probably growing the most in the culture we live in, because that's when you're, like, making mistakes repeatedly, repeatedly, until you figure out why you're making the mistakes and solve the problems. Uh, so you know, many mistakes. It's yeah. like that's the so span where you mistakes. learn like what <laughs> habits are and how to like let's not have bad habits and let's form some good ones. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But then your thirties you know, like, can be like not, They say a mistake's only a mistake if you don't learn from it. And I'm like, damn, I still had like a lot of mistakes. <laughs> right. Like yeah, like okay, that takes away a few, but damn, a lot of shit goes on in your twenties, and I think there's a lot of pressure too, where it's like. <clears throat> When you're in your 20s, it's like, what am I going to be? You know, like, how, what what life am I going to live? And, right. like, how, you know, and, like, you're so worried about, like, getting a career started, getting shit started. You have so much focus on that. And, like, you're like, oh, here comes my 30s. I need to, like, have my shit together by the time you're 30. But then when you finally hit 30, you're just, like, you're just in it, dude. You know, you're just yeah. like, yeah, here's life. Like, you're just, do, yeah, do whatever. Like, do some things that, like, make things a little bit better and, like, don't do dumb shit and just, like, you know. Yeah, Goodbye. Almost. And like normally, normally at that point too, you're like a little further along in life where you're like, okay, I make a little bit more money. You know, I'm able to do a little bit more. It's a, uh, it's nice, dude. I'm loving the thirties. Yeah. I think if we tr- treated that first like 10 years after like, you know, in the adult adulthood, you know, like our twenties treated it more like, um, like college or something, you know, like this this next 10 years is just for learning. I'm just going to kind of follow like my ambitions and my curiosities and and just see where it leads for the next 10 years, you know? No pressure. Yeah. But instead it's like 18 and we're thrown to like this big like ocean of like adulthood. Adulthood is just everything past 18 years old. <laughs> and you should be yeah. you should definitely judge yourself against everybody that's like 35 and like whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is a lot to get and thrown like, into that. Yeah, I mean, if you, so many people like will be like, "Oh, I'm gonna take a, uh, I'm gonna take a summer off after, you know, after uh, or take a year off after uh, college," and they're just like, "You probably ain't even gonna do it." Probably taking a year. What are you doing, man? Like, don't, and it's just like there's so much pressure to just like get out there and like just keep going and like, you know, again, like you gotta follow like this little path. And right. it's, if you deviate from it, you have all this guilt and shit. One of the best feelings ever was when. I finally was an adult and I started making like okay money where I was able to pay my bills. And uh, like when I got to that point and finally stopped feeling guilty about not finishing college and shit. Where I'm like, eh, fuck you college. You know what I'm saying? Like, eh, right. I chose a different path. You know what I'm saying? Because for so long it was just like, you were supposed to do this. You were supposed, you were the chosen one. You know, like that episode of, or that, uh, that, uh, 
Star Wars, Episode Three, bro. All right. When uh, Obi Wan's yelling at Anakin and he's in the fire pit and his legs are burning, and shit, he's like, "You were the chosen one." Like that was me, bro. Like I felt like I was the chosen one. I was supposed <laughs> to go to college and like get all this shit, and I just turned into a fucking Sith Lord. I'm just like, no, I just want to drink alcohol and like get right. people pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, but now I'm just like, you know. I'm back. I'm a Jedi again. You know, like Dude. I got out of the dark side and with with the pressure, like our parents, like you know, like our parents and like different. I mean, yes, us, us as the culture puts in like you should go to college. Like people, like especially when we were coming up to like to age, you know, what I'm saying like college was like this. I don't want you to break your back like me. Like you gotta go to college. College is, you know, because like they seen it. I think there was like a wave there where like people who went to college made good money when they got out, you know. But then people realized there was money in it, and it just became like complete shit you know but like yeah. with the way that people treated it you'd expect like there to be this class of people walking around with like you know just glowing and it's like right away they were so skilled and talented that you would know right away like what college did you go to like where did you <laughs> yeah. acquire all these skills but really it's like the opposite yeah. is true where it's the people that were hobbyists that were just like completely dorking out on something for like four five ten years that emerged as like these amazing, amazingly talented, intuitive people when it came to something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was never the people mm-hmm. that went to the colleges, you know? Yeah. But then there's like Definitely. healthcare and like certain things where you're like, there needs to be a system and we need to teach the system <laughs> <laughs> because. Like, Come on in for surgery. We'll figure it out. Right. You know, I hopped on Google. We're okay. Yeah. I used to go out and grab dead people and come to my basement and dork out about, you know, forensic. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not saying that there's not, like, a benefit in college, and some people do well with it, especially, like, my personality type and having fucking uh, ADD and shit. It's just, like, that whole system of, like, I'm going to go sit here and, like, oh yeah, listen. Like, I, that was fine. I always liked to go and, like, sit and listen and, like, talk about shit and learn some cool new things. But as soon as you sent me home to do homework... I'm just like, do I do the dishes or do I write a paper? I'm like, neither. I'm so overwhelmed. You know, like that whole idea of like having to do shit at home. I'm like, fuck, man. Because that's even worse than the job. Like I'm telling you, like when I was going to school and I had homework, I was way less happy than just working, you know. Mm -hmm. And I work in a job that, you know, that people don't necessarily like fight for, you know, like some like happy-go-lucky job. It's like a job where, you know, I got to work hard. But it's like I like that so much more than school. So much more infinitely more yeah i like to kind of be more like i think everybody's wired differently i think there's some people that are that can go to college and i think college is important for like like i said those things like systems like healthcare and stuff like that and there's some people that are wired to like do really good and actually retain a lot of that knowledge and like use it whereas like like you said like i'm just not wired that way either like even with retention of like knowledge like remembering the answers on kind of test like i do terrible with that kind of stuff like i think my path is more like the I want to be somewhere like nobody's ever been or thinking in areas that nobody's ever thought and like kind of like be like find some kind of frontier that I can like move creatively and navigate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's where I need. Shouldn't that be, shouldn't that be school now? You know, like we, we still have like the same old system that like, they taught on the prairie, you know, they're like, come sit here in these little desks. They even, the desks even look the same. I mean, they're a little bit right. bigger cause everyone got fat, but like, it's basically like the same exact thing where it's like, come sit and you go, Oh, up here on the chalkboard and, oh, and right. they just like, Oh my God. Like, why are we, why haven't we grown yet? You know, like I was watching that, uh, 
Michael Moore documentary, his newest one. And he was going over, um, he went overseas and was showing uh, different school systems and like the way it's set up. I'm like, oh my God, dude. Like they have like these fucking gourmet lunches, you know, like they actually like sit there and they teach you how to have like table etiquette and they actually like bring out like, it almost looked like a wedding every single time, like nice like banquet food and shit. Oh yeah, isn't it not so bad or something like that? Like he goes to other countries showing that it's I like what it's called. Like some places are actually better than us in certain areas. Yeah, yeah, but they were showing like the school system too. Where I'm like, damn man, I just feel like there's so much. There could be so much more improvement. Where it's like, you know, and plus a lot of the shit that they teach you, you know, is like not true. They're like, oh yeah, and then the pilgrims came over and like the Indians like, and they were like, hey, let's be friends, and like they had some food and like they were right. hugging real hard, and they were like, hey, I'm gonna live over on this side and you live on that. Like, no. No, 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 none of that. That did not go down like that. You know what I'm saying? All like, right. there's so much shit that we, that we learn anyways. It's really not true. Where it's like, shouldn't we be like taking these kids and being like, hey, this is a video camera. Let me show you how to like edit videos. Or hey, do you guys ever want to write like a book? Let's all write creative stories. You know, or like, oh yeah, storytelling. Encourage like people. Yeah, encourage people to do like weird and new and interesting uh, things and get like different parts of their minds working. That uh wouldn't otherwise i think that's like one of the best things we could do for the future is just start getting young children to use parts of their brains that they wouldn't just sitting in a classroom and being like oh this is oh yeah you know yeah dinosaur bones like okay yeah the stuff that they kind of curate to teach like really oversimplifies like the outside world, you know what I'm saying? Like I, remember, I still remember like history class, I mean, it was social studies, and it was like all focused on like American history. Like, and you learn about the same couple guys, you know, you had George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, and like it was like the same kind of stuff over and over again. So you get this like image painted in your head of like this like heroic, you know, like, like crazy history. But then it's like you grab a, a book like Sapiens and shit, and it's like diving into like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like the star animalistic oh, qualities yeah. and shit and it's like t- walks, walks through like how culture developed and stuff like that it's like now this is like educational you know what I'm saying like to understand that stuff and like also fundamental mm-hmm. things of like how how we behave you know like neuroscience yeah. and like psychology basic psychology you know yeah I mean, you have all these people right now I notice like with these like business degrees and they're supposed to lead people and manage people right and most of what they learn is like the logistics and like Gantt charts and all this stuff. And they have no idea how to motivate people. So they sit there and they try to motivate, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, it's it's like fundamental to management, but it's not t- really taught, you know? Yeah. So they have all these disconnected yeah. big companies that are just completely disconnected. You know, nobody has autonomy. Nobody like enjoys what they're doing. Everybody's kind of like miserable. <laughs> you know yeah maybe like people should learn more in schools about people you know what i'm saying like yeah. not not like people like oh george washington carver invented peanut butter you know like <laughs> learn that every february you know what i'm saying i'm not saying shit like that but like the people around you you know or like to actually learn about different cultures and like you know experience today them. we're like, reading hey, Ste- what, stephen covey <laughs> you know what i'm saying like 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 the the like the greats like those kind of books and shit like that yeah right do a thing where it's like uh 
like pen pals, but they're like, all right, uh, your family and their family are going to have each other over for dinner. You know what I'm saying? And just like, oh shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, why isn't that homework? You know, we're like, okay, well yeah, we can set that up and like go and like, again, just teach kids about, you know, I think that's how you learn equality is just being exposed to a bunch of people, you know? Oh yeah. Uh, and that's important. It's just like to experience as many cultures and people as you can. That's so much more important than being like, you know, like my kid today, it's kind of funny because I've been like kind of keeping tabs on him, like trying to figure out what he's learning. And uh, he's in third grade and he's learning the exact same shit that I was learning in third grade. I'm like, oh, yeah, so you're probably like starting division. He's like, yeah, 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 we're starting division. Yep, this year, yep. You know, like the same exact program, you know, and yeah. he's like, hey, dad, uh, did you know that the Titanic sank in uh, 1912? I'm like, yeah, I've known that since I was eight. I learned it in third grade, you know, <laughs> yeah. like. <laughs> sometime in January of my third grade year. It's like all like the same exact shit. I'm like, Damn, yeah. well, I mean, it's cool. I mean, I guess that's not too bad to to know. But uh, I just feel like there's so much room for opportunity. Like, man, let's let those kids like grow and learn right. by doing well, fun just, and interesting shit. I like the idea of just sparking. Like, you know, like say you do something like uh, introduce an idea and just, just spark something in there. And with some kids, that spark will ignite and cause like a flame, and then they're gonna have like an interest. You know what I'm saying? Like, but like to have that spark of curiosity. You know, like, okay, class, I want you to go out today, and I want you to compliment ten people. You know, within this week, write it down and tell me how it made you feel. You know what I'm saying? And show them like, oh wow, my actions can affect like the way I feel. You know what I'm saying? Like little stuff like. Like introducing yeah. these, you know, and for some of them, it might not just be like a stupid assignment, but some might spark something. And then you go on to the next thing. Like, I want you guys to like have dinner with another family, like you said. And then like, they're yeah. like, wow, you know, I can learn a lot from different people who have different like, like normals. Like, oh man, I went over to this kid's house and their kid, their family has diff- completely different snacks on the cupboard and, and their parents act <laughs> completely different. Like, wow, this is like a learning experience. Now that person's like off to the races. You know, not all the yeah. students, but I think just trying to spark things in kids, you know, yeah, in different ways. Like for, like today, uh, my son was watching YouTube. I walked by, I'm like, what are you watching? He was watching a Windows XP review video. <laughs> this <laughs> some fucking kid, some kid. He's like, yeah, okay. Like I just fired up my old Windows XP. It's probably got a lot of viruses. Like, <laughs> Windows XPs always have get viruses. Dad, is that like a big thing? I'm like, yeah, hell like, yeah, definitely gets a lot of viruses. And then like the kid went to like his little like sound thing. And he was like playing all the different like wave files. He's like, this is like the sound that it makes when I start my computer up. And it's like, wong. And he's just like playing through all these things. And like he's just so intently like damn, I do like those sounds, you know? And he's like watching these, like the Windows <laughs> XP review show. I'm like, you're never going to use Windows XP. <laughs> but like, that was his interest. Now that would be like a perfect opportunity if you were a teacher. You should be trained in like, we're going to give you free time and then I'm going to like study you and figure out like what kind of things interest you and instantly be like, okay, dude, we're going to have you working on computers, you know? Or All like, right. we're going to take you over here and so you, like show you like the history of computers and this and that. And then like, his shit just gets running, you know? And he's yeah. like, oh, man. And that's where his interest goes. And then he becomes the next uh, Bill Gates, it, Steve Jobs. Yeah, I agree 100%. Like, that's the same as, you know, I think we're on the same page with that. Like, you have to, like, just pay attention to the students to try to spark something in them. It's funny that, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, like, say churches, right? Like, I don't go to church, but I totally, I, what happens at a church, like, the, the idea of, like, a community meeting once a week is beautiful. 
I would love to have a bunch of like-minded people meeting once a week and like, you know, staying connected, you know, to see what's, you know, but I, well, I like yeah. it without like the addition of that stuff. So like I seen the value of it, it served a purpose, but me, I can't do it. And it still does serve a purpose. I think it does a lot of good, you know, a lot of these churches and uniting yeah. people, but like school is like something that like, it's nice to like, like in our culture, you have to like send your kids to school cause you have a job and you know, it's like, but I don't agree with the way that they run stuff, you know, with the standardized testing. It's like their game is to try to get everybody to find this middle ground, and then they're rated on how well the students can can uh, function on that middle ground, on that, sol- you know what I'm saying, that structure. And it's like it doesn't yeah. really spark anything or, like, ignite any flames in the kids, you know. They want them all to be, like, the same level in the same areas. Like, right. oh, yeah, we're going to give you guys more grants because your kids are more the same. Right. Like, ugh, what? You know, like... It shouldn't be measured. Like, you're it not getting be. graded. Yeah, you're not getting graded as a school. Like, oh, man, like, we did this test, and, like, you have a lot of students that are interested in this and a lot of students that are interested in this. Like, way to, like, you know, expose your children to new and interesting things. Like, we're going to give you more grants. It's just, like, no, how'd they do on the MEEP test? Right. I don't even know if that's what they still call it anymore, but it's like... And it should really? and it shouldn't be that big of an of an operation. I mean, right now, like it should just be. I pay the taxes or whatever. It goes to my school, right? I'm paying the. We as a community should decide what happens in that school, not like the state or like you know what I'm saying, like the county, the state. You know, I don't like that either. Yeah. You know, if if it was just, I think you just got to look at the results. You know what I'm saying? Then we can start looking at the science behind learning and stuff like that, and say like, you know, once that competitive aspect comes in, it's like communities looking at it this it'll be it'll change faster it'll use new studies and new information faster you know you know what they should do is they should do for schools they should make it where you have to vote for your teachers you know what i'm saying like learn a little (laughs) bit and shit like i'm running for sixth grade of uh riverview um you know like i really just teach these kids to explore their minds and really push the boundaries of what they find normal and like you know there's other ones like i teach division good and you're just like you ain't getting this shit all right you know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't teaching my damn kid. And then just have some trust, you know? Right. Have some trust. <laughs> and then you have, like, your basic, like, those are, like, your senators. And then you basically have a president that's, like, the principal. But, like, hey, make sure that he's following these uh these goals that you set for us, you know? With as many movies as we watch, I think all the schools would be full of, full of like, the really cool dude with the blazer teacher. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course every I know movie. what you're talking about. <laughs> It's every, yeah, every, like, early 90s, like, TV show. Dude, he's so smart and funny. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's, like, smart yeah. and funny and just an awesome He's teacher. got a cool tie. He's us. Mr. Hoover. Dude, he's Tony you know? Lamatola <laughs> <laughs> as a teacher. Like, dude, that'd be awesome. Maybe, maybe that's what we're meant to be, uh, man. We're supposed to be teachers. I think that you're told. Yeah. I think that you would, could totally, you would totally be one of those teachers. Like, you would show up to class with a blazer, like, Mr. Lamatol, and yeah. you say something witty yeah. about your last name, and then you'd say something about like what level you are in a video game or something, you know? Like, yeah, I think I would start it off with, "Hey, class, my name is uh, Mr. Lamatola," and then I'd be like, "But don't call me that. That was my father's name, right?" <laughs> I'd be that guy. <laughs> yeah. I would have the, I would have the gray blazer with like a white dress shirt underneath. The blazer would be a little big. I'd have like a yellow tie. You find that one kid that was like super talented, and you're like, 
you know, mm-hmm. Toby, like, you were an amazing artist. Like, what's holding you back? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it. But then he opens up to you down the road, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what was I watching? Oh, I was watching a show on Netflix. And uh, some kid got in trouble in school. And uh, he had this person that basically pretended to be his parent or whatever. But anyways, they were trying to get him to, like, not get suspended. And so uh, this person went in there and was like, why did you become a teacher? You know, like, what was it that made you want to become a teacher? When you pictured yourself being a teacher and growing up, wasn't, like, your main goal to, like, create positive change in a young person? Like, and where did you slip from that? You know, like, right now, when you see a troubled kid and you know he has trouble, this should be, like, gold to you because you have more opportunity right now than anybody else in his life to, like, make a good positive change. He's with you all the time. Like, you could actually make this, like, your poster child, you know? Yeah. I'm just like, man, wouldn't that be great if that's what like teachers did? You know, like I said, like, like I said, when Connor was in like first grade, he got sent down to the principal's office like over 50 times. You know, they were just like, you're doing things that are like loud. And like, I get, I mean, he does, he's distracting when you have 30 kids in the class, but it was never with that teacher. It was never a situation where it was like, oh, well, let me have him help me. Or let me ha- like get him involved in different things where we can use those things as like a benefit and like right. help him grow as a kid. And then like the second grade, when he went to second grade, his teacher was like that. It was like, you're going to be my assistant. Help me pass out papers, you know, because he's super right. antsy. He doesn't like to sit still. And he's like passing out papers and like making people laugh when he's doing right. it. And they're like, the teacher's enjoying it because the kids are in a good mood and shit. And I'm like, ah, yes. Yeah. We need more of that. It's dude. like they're, they're kids, you know what I'm saying? Like they're, they're developing like young people. It's not very hard to like coax them in certain directions. Like, manip- you know what I'm saying? Like you're more, you're smarter than them. You know what I'm saying? You should be like, I mean, the, the, the basics, like one of the basic techniques is like tickle them. If they're trying to be sad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but you know, variations of that basically where you can just like shift them back into a good mood or like utilize their energy to like, all right, give them, some kind of sense of like uh accomplishment like you're saying like our job or we think it's some kind of like mm-hmm. something to do you yeah. know like it's not that damn hard what's funny is like you'll even see like parents with their own kids that kind of get to that point where they're just like you're so bad it's like do you not see that you have 100% are 100% responsible for shaping who they are right now like you might not realize mm-hmm. too, like, these are like like on co- things you aren't conscious about that you do uh, that you react to, you know, but you're one hundred percent responsible, you know. Like so, the idea that you, that that you're just gonna throw your hands up and say that they're evil or they're broken or whatever is like, you know, like that story is not healthy for anybody, you know. Right, and then they always. That's like what they know, and that's what they grow up with, and that's what they seek out, like in jobs, and like that's what they seek out in like relationships. That's why when you see like two people that are in like a fucked up relationship where they just scream at each other, and they're just like, "How do you? What the fuck?" But then part of you is just like, right. "That's just like heaven for them," you know? Like that's all they know. Like they're just like, and it's so. Some people just do it, you know. But yeah, that's what's do. real. It's real life. But if they had a be- if they would have went to a better school, or if the schools weren't so messed up, maybe everybody'd be happier. You know, that's where mm-hmm. it starts. So what's it, so have you? Um, why don't you give like a, you have any good suspensions uh, stories from school? You have any good? T- you get kicked out of school at all for uh, any good any goodness? Um, I think I got. I don't know one time I got in house. I was in like a display case, doing something. <laughs> <laughs> I just you just got in. Yeah. 
Another time I was almost, well, I did not get suspended, but it was probably the closest I ever got to like some serious trouble making fake IDs at school. <laughs> yeah? Like, for like, uh, for people buy, or buying alcohol? Yeah, this is my first steps in the like Photoshop. It was in our class. I was like, you know, I took my base art class. I took my second art class. It was in a Photoshop. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can like copy the numbers from this part of the <laughs> ID and copy it over to this part of my ID. Holy crap. It looks exactly yeah. right. So I was like, right away, like... I didn't do anything else. I didn't put like a cat's head on a dog or something cute, you know. I was just like, <laughs> so I did it. Yeah, for fifteen dollars, I can make you. <laughs> yeah. So I printed it out, and then I realized that like the um, the uh, when you had it on the black light, the lines would shine through the paper. So it was like completely legit. And as long as you kept it in a wallet, it would look one hundred percent real because it had, like I said, everything was shining through the paper, all the, like the wow. um, the stuff from the black light. So I started to make those, I made a few of them, and then the officer at school caught me. He said, I'm not going to say nothing. How scared were you when you got caught? How scared were you? Were you like, oh, fuck, this is it? I think then I was like still like just kind of like just accepted it. Just like, oh, uh," you know, know, like it was like there was no suspense. I was already caught. He was talking to me, and like within minutes he let me know that like he wasn't going to turn, like call, you know, go to the extent that he could with it, you know. Because he knew it would See, just you look at that, blow up. You look at that. Okay, so you got in trouble for being in a, a display case. To me, that's like the mannequin challenge, like 15 years early. You know what I'm saying? Like, that would have been your outlet. You know what I'm saying? Like, just doing goofy shit. You're like, I'm going to entertain people and just, like, hold still in this display case and make people laugh. You know what I'm saying? All right. So, like, if they would have been like, he's goofy, you know? Like, he w- likes to make people laugh. Maybe he should do something in entertainment or... Then when you're making those fake IDs, he's like, oh, man, he's really good at that. Like, maybe he should get into, like, the arts. And it's like, ooh, arts where you're entertaining people? Look how much time you wasted, you know, trying to find that shit yourself. And you could have had a teacher that guided you and was like, hey, pick up a video camera and make some shit that people want to watch. Right. You know, you could have started that shit when you were 18. I mean, when you get out in the the world, it's like, I don't know. I feel like if I I was a teacher and I seen, like, a kid that was just like, hey, here's some computers, uh... Do this project. I want you to put some trees and some leaves in this picture. Blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? And then like they do that, and then they go ahead and they start a business. <laughs> you know, you yeah. should be like good, but why don't you start coming to me for direction? Let's try to channel this into some kind of positive way. You know what I'm say- saying? Like, yeah. Because because yeah. how many people out there do you see in the real world that take initiative to fucking do anything nowadays? You know, like it's like. I don't know. That, yeah. that sounded really bad, but you know what I'm saying. Like, I feel you. Dude. It's one thing I always I think about, like, similar. So I can kind of say because that might have sounded like bad, but like, you know, I started at Michigan Mainstream, right? Doing videos, right? Done a bunch of videos, a lot of local videos, and I've shared them around. It's it's pretty clear that they're just sometimes it's just picking subjects and doing it, right? I think about how hungry I was, like in a band. Or when I started this, you know, like reaching out to people and like wanting to play shows and stuff like that. Of all the videos I've yeah. done, I don't think I've been reached out to, but like a couple times. You know what I'm saying? Like like really reached out to where somebody said like, hey, would you be interested in doing a video on my band? Or would you be interested in doing a video on my business? Like, yeah, like, yeah I've gotten some clients. Like how much would you charge? I'm looking, I'm looking for this. You know, I've got that. But nobody's mm-hmm. ever reached out like, hey, you know. Yeah. Which is crazy when you think huh. about like 
when we've been in bands or something, like how much energy goes into it, like nothing's off limits. Like, uh, yeah, email, you know, WJLB today, <laughs> you know, like some <laughs> shitty band. We don't even have an album yet, but we're like anticipating a show, you know. I know. We played the Clutch Cargo's Battle of the Bands and did not win. We're like, we're going to the fucking top. We don't give a fuck. We put ourselves in some dangerous situations, man. Right. You know? I think we have a serious, like, uh, like uh, I think I talked about it before, but, like, Tim Ferriss had that story about, like, he told his class, like, reach out to somebody famous and get these questions answered. Whoever finds the most famous person gets this trip to Paris or something, you know? And yeah. came back and nobody did it because everybody assumed that somebody else would do it and would find somebody more popular. So nobody did yeah. it. And then the next time he told the story and then still only like 20% of the students did it. You know, like mm-hmm. we just assume that somebody else is out there doing it better. So why would I do it? But the truth is mm-hmm. that nobody is out there doing it better. You know, like. Yeah. And even if it means, and even if there is someone out there that's doing it a little bit better, doesn't mean you can't do it. Yeah. You know. I mean, what is better? It's subjective, you know? Well, you put your own little weird twist on shit. Yeah, we're, like, overly connected, too. So, like, the guy in California is doing it better, which has nothing really to do with, like, this market for certain industries, you know, is always in your face. So you're just like, oh, man, you know? Yeah. I'll never be at that level. Why try? It's like, because nobody in Michigan is at that level, <laughs> you know? Like, right. nobody in the Northern yeah. Hemisphere is at that level. Maybe that's a good reason to try. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So uh I'm back to school back to school, the school thing. I got suspended quite a bit in school growing up. And uh one time I almost got suspended. I got into a big argument and actually got out of it, which doesn't work very often. But uh my friend he threw something at me and uh he was sitting by himself and then uh I threw something back and she saw me and she thought that my friend was retarded. <laughs> and she th- she was like, why would you do that to that poor kid? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, why would you pick on someone who's <laughs> handicapped? I'm, I'm like, oh, my God. Did you guys I was like, get on him about that for, like, ever after that? Like, Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. story. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, I was like, dude, he's not freaking handicapped. He was just sitting alone, like, waiting for his fucking friends. And then she wanted me to, like, she's like, fine, you can get out of it. You can push around a garbage can. And I was like. I fucking work, you know? I had a job at that point. I'm like, I paid you to do this shit. <laughs> That's funny. It's like, I pay my taxes. I ain't pushing around a garbage can. Was it a friend that, that I know? Way. Um, I don't think so, no. Okay. That's funny, though. Yeah. Just the fact that she would do that. It's like, something's wrong with her. Something's wrong with that. Yeah. Equality. Right. Like, I can't throw something at someone who's handicapped. All right. You know, like it's a little, I'm just like razzing, you know, like me and my, me and my friends were just like, you know, goofing around. It's like, what, I can't be friends with a handicapped person and throw shit at them? Right. You know? Jeez. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, if you're going to have friends, you you got to be able to like fuck with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't deny him friends fucking with him because that's part mm-hmm. of like boyhood. Yeah. Um. So th- this, this podcast... I don't know if people can hear that my voice is really coming from my chest. It's because I'm using proper posture. I got myself a little a little setup this time. You notice how I'm sitting up, sitting up straight here? I worked on a like a little podcast like desk area. Oh yeah. And it's uh yeah, it's pretty nice. I got drawers 
and inside the drawers are like different equipment, you know, with like plugs, like ready to go. So like I just opened up a drawer, it was like boom, like grab my mic and hit record, and just like right into my laptop. I'm like, yeah, dude, nice, I'm man. It. And I got my TV behind me, and I got like a uh, my computer like is using it as a monitor. So I just have a YouTube video. It's a two-hour YouTube video of just space. I noticed that you're, you're like the lighting. You keep going like completely dark. You keep disappearing, and then you're coming back. Mm-hmm. Is that the video? I'm just yeah. Playing? It's because I'm traveling all over the place right now. <laughs> right now, I'm, right now, I, th- I can't tell if that's Mars or the Moon. I'm gonna say Mars. Sorry if I'm breaking up, man. I'm traveling through the uh, Horsehead Nebula right now. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to go there. Yeah, it looks sweet. Yeah. But uh, so you have any other suspension uh, stories for us? No, if you're ready to move on, let's move on. I feel like I have more. Like I, I mean, I've definitely been suspended a couple times. Wait, yeah, when I was you suspended? Yet? Most of the time. Uh, I don't know why. I just when I think about schools and stories, I think about the story of my first kiss, was, which was in kindergarten, and it was just yeah? a sneak attack from. Some little girl in kindergarten, connected classrooms. Pimp, dude. Yeah. yeah, we met in like you know how they had a the little hallway with the two bathrooms, you know, between the two classrooms. Oh shit! And right there, yeah, huh? She, she caught me when I wa- we were in one classroom watching a movie or something. Probably one of my oldest memories. Yeah. yeah. You took a little Cla- break from the Little Mermaid and met her over there, and you're like, clash lips right in the hallway. Yeah. Did you got? Did you? Was it like a movie? Like was it like? Did you go for it slow, or was it just like oh, I'm a kid, and just like, ki- or was it just like, what's up, girl? Dude, like I just remember like I don't re- I mean I don't remember anything about the girl or whatever, but I just remember like you get so <laughs> many feels, man. Like you're kin- you're in kindergarten, right? There's nothing you don't even know where, what is what. Like you've watched some shows, some movies maybe where there's like love, you know, or mm. like relationships, but you really don't know anything. Yeah. But still, the fact that like somebody says like, "Hey, so and so thinks you're cute," or somebody like kisses you on the cheek, or you have some kind of girlfriend or whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's like so exciting at that age, you know, like, like yeah. just to think about, and I, I think that's just like a little glimpse like, that we can remember of like how new and exciting the world was when we were that age, you know, like to think yeah. back on like what it felt like in kindergarten, first, second grade, like that kind of stuff. Like, that's how everything was pretty much, you know? Yeah. I think that's the same way that people feel, like, when they, like, get divorces from, like, bad marriages and shit. They're like, oh, the whole world is nine. You know, like, they get out and they're like, anything's possible. It's like that same exciting, like, shit as, like, a kid. Like, anything could fucking happen. You're like, I'm going to have fucking girlfriends. And I remember I had, like, a girlfriend in, like, first grade. And she had, like, a Barbie, uh, like, a Hot Wheel, a Barbie Hot Wheel. Mm-hmm. We used to always make plans for the weekend. She's like, "Yeah, like I'll probably come over and like pick you up in my Barbie Hot Wheel. We'll go see a movie." I'm like, "All right." <laughs> never happened. I never like thought that far ahead. Where I'm just like, "No, nah, it's not practical. Like the battery <laughs> doesn't even last that long." Right. And I didn't really get upset or anything. I think I kind of knew it wasn't going to happen. But see, those were the days. Those were the days for love, man. Like you know, kindergarten yeah. to like sixth grade. You know, like a lot of handmade things. Maybe you know, if you were romantic. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I made you a necklace out of macaroni noodles. <laughs> <laughs> we were just, we were just like throwing a chick like a cr- like couldn't hand it to her like on the bus. You know, like when I seen her face to face, like as she's leaving the bus, I throw her a teddy bear. You know, like <laughs> here, I want oh you gosh. to have this. 
<laughs> that shit lasted to my 20s, dude. That was awkward as fuck for a long time. But uh, you got to work through that shit, you know? It is still, I mean, that's like an exciting feeling, even like, uh, not like that, but even when you become an adult, you know, and you, you do like the dating and shit, like when you finally like, you know, take little steps, you're just like, oh shit. Oh yeah. It's like that good, uh, exciting you know, because it's that same kind of deal where you're like, anything's possible right now. You know, like, where's this going to go? It's like a whole new branch. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think about different people in my past that, you know, like, I've, I think I brought up the story before where I had a friend in third grade that introduced me to a person that introduced me to the, you know, like a different person. I followed it all the way to like the person I had a kid with, you know, I'm like, man, if I didn't play with that kid in third grade, all that shit would be different. Oh, you know, wow, so yeah. like, when you get into like a relationship, uh, you're kind of thinking like, where's this going to take me? Like, who am I going to meet? Cause like everyone's got their own like little side story, oh, and, yeah. like their own shit going on. It's uh pretty exciting. It's uh, it's fun. And you can feel that way with just with meeting people too, you know? All right. Like, what are you all about? Yeah. Just keep, th- people definitely keep things exciting and like, well, you can learn from it. Like we were talking about like, you know, going, having kids go to other and fa- you know, having families meet other families as part of like school or whatever. And it's like, mm-hmm. I've always looked at that. Like I've always been really wide eyed when I go to like another person's house or whatever. Like, you know, like not judgmental, just looking at like, Oh wow. This is like, like it's like a little mini version of going to another country. You know what I'm saying? Like you go there, their customs are different. You know, like the way they set the, you know, they, they, they eat at the table. They do this, they do that. It's like a completely, yeah. especially as a kid, it's a completely different world, you know? Yeah. I feel like that was something that, I was lucky to have as a kid, and I think that's something that kids can, like, learn from, too, is, like, going to different houses and different people, like the babysitter's house and this person's house, you know, spending a week here or a week in there or whatever. Like, it's just, it's good. Going to someone else's house is almost like walking into, like, a museum, like, of their life, you know? Like, oh, shit, like, history. See pictures on the wall and, like, weird shit. I said history, not serious. Shut up. My phone was just uh, like, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> like, mind your own damn business, Siri. It is, tr- it is it is, crazy, like, how powerful that is when you meet somebody new. Like, I mean, even, like, a friend-wise, you know, but especially, like, romantically, you know, like, a g- new girlfriend or whatever, like, how, how much energy is there? Like, more than anything. It's more than, like, you know, excitement about creating something or excitement about buying something or whatever. Like, it's, like, it just, like, hits you on so many different levels, you know? pulls on the heartstrings you're, you're pulling on you know like sexually emotionally mentally like it's just everything is just like resonating in, for this new thing that's happening you know yeah i mean you already have the excitement of like oh what could happen but then also at the core of every fucking species is just like mm, gotta fuck <laughs> you right. know what i'm saying there's like that weird like thing so like there's nothing that's more rewarding you know like your body's created where it's like oh Nothing feels better than, you know, just fucking. It's like the best reward. You're like, yep, yep, that's what you're supposed to be doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? How we always talk about how biology guides us. If biology guides us, then really we need to, like, that's it. Like, that's our purpose. It's like, yep, just bang, you know? Yep. Like, every time you get a haircut, you're thinking, like, yep, yep, bang. You know, every single time you get, like, a new car, you're like, bang. New clothes, you're like, yep, got to keep, keep it banging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, so, like, putting that in, too, with all that extra like oh this is exciting like what am i gonna do who am i gonna meet bang it's like, yeah it's, it's magic 
So, so we started this podcast off with talking about being in the 30s and how, how exciting that is and what comes with that. Yeah. One thing I've always heard, too, is in your 30s, maybe like, I don't know, like I was probably maybe mid or late 30s, who knows, but like of a sexual transmutation. And that is as you get older, and this is a lot of another reason that people say that uh, traditionally when you look back in time, like some of like the greatest inventions like that were from people who were in their 30s, 40s, stuff like that. Because you know, peak create creatively, like they've proved that. Your know, neuroscientists have proved that, like brain activity and like the wave, you know, all kinds of stuff. But anyways, the in your thirties, there's just like something happens called sexual transmutation, where less of your thoughts and energy is going towards like ple- pleasing mates. You know what I'm saying? And attracting mm-hmm. women and going more towards like wherever else it's gonna go. You know what I'm saying? So they're saying that that yeah. has something to do with like the productivity of men at later ages as well. So hmm. enjoy while you can. Yeah. It's like one of those things you're hmm. like, yeah, I, lo- I love sex, but man, if my urge for it could just disappear a little bit, I feel like I can accomplish more. Like, and then, <laughs> then like you might, then you might, you might get your wish for it. And then you'd be like, man, I just wish I had that drive. Cause man, what am I doing right now? <laughs> Imagine how much shit I could get done if I didn't always want to fuck. <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. Maybe that's why I've been cleaning so much. Maybe my like sex drive's just dropping, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna clean some shit. <laughs> All right. Well, it'd be easier if like, I mean, not to be like, uh, like really detached, you know, emotionally, but like, sex has to be. A, it was just like, okay, every, you know, like as a man, I feel like I need like once a week or you know twice a week is nice too. But like, you know, you could feel it after it's been too long, you know, like you start feeling perverted when you're going down the street you're like checking out people checking out chicks all the time you know like you feel you like a feral. pervert yeah, yeah. you need a release like if you just schedule like every wednesday night around eight o'clock <laughs> you know like if it was just scheduling simple i feel like i would be happier and i'd do more dates and be romantic be more romantic you know but it's like sex is different than that it's got to be like this unplanned thing because it's got to be like the movies it's got to be more like the movies than it can't be scheduled that would be I th- I'm <laughs> pretty sure the like that's a thing that a lot of people do is like have planned like, yeah man it's Tuesday, you know what that it's means? Hump day, like, hump day, Taco th- Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> like hump day should just be legit hump day. Like what if like in like North Korea, like the leader was just like, people can only have sex on hump day and everybody has to have sex on hump day. So like you had a new girlfriend, you've been dating for two weeks, officially you are on the hump day routine. Or or one Damn, or one month or whatever you know what I'm saying like whatever the date was, like yeah. you just know like we've been dating you, she didn't break up with me yet it's almost hump day. <laughs> Every woman would plan a date on a Thursday so they have the most time. It's <laughs> like oh fuck dude, if I'm gonna have to fuck this dude next week like shit we better start on Thursday and just like so I know to like bounce out by Tuesday you know right. like shit's getting real. You that would be uh. Just saying that like, makes gosh. me glad that we don't have more followers. Well actually you know what. Saying that might have gave us more followers because somebody would have took it and like blown up, like in the beard or sexist. They wanted to slave women and bang them on Wednesdays. Well, I think <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not gonna say that. I, that I mean, I don't know how I feel about having a planned day. I would say like maybe like a non-verbal. You know what I'm saying? We're like. Damn, we've consistently hooked up four Wednesdays in a row. You know, like Wednesdays tend to be pretty good for us. You know, like that's the day that, uh, you know, kids tend to go to bed a little earlier on Wednesdays, (coughs) getting ready for the weekends. 
we usually eat a heavy meal, you know, so we're like nice and relaxed. Right. And then just like let it, but to actually like verbally be <coughs> like, hey, do you think maybe we can put a, a, aside some time on uh, maybe like a Wednesday or a Thursday and like have sex? Like to even like say that is just like, oh, right. it's like goes, that goes, that, that like defeats the purpose almost, you know? Yeah. You got to have, but, but I guess if you could do like, let's pick a day, you know, but then like, don't, it depends on who you're with. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't let that be a cop out. Like, no, it's not Tuesday. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, right. like, like at least Wednesday. Like, let's at least have Wednesdays, you know? Yeah. I think, uh, I guess it's just like transparency would work. So if you're just like, you know, I think I've actually done, like said this before, like, give or take a shower like on saturday like are we gonna have sex sometime this morning or because i might just rub one out in the shower you know what i'm saying because like i legit like am in that point where i'm like i don't want this to rule my day you know what i'm saying like i'll just be like staring at my wife's ass all day and like be a pervert i'd rather just rub one off right now if we're not gonna have sex so <laughs> like you just be completely upfront. like are we gonna are you were you thinking about this too or not because if not i'm just gonna go ahead and like you know I have a little bit of a headache. No problem. No problem. No problem. You know, it's actually been a while. You know, I need some alone time anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Sure. Next week, you're like, hey, please. <laughs> but, man, I'd say that's something I was thinking about recently, too. It was like, like talking about being younger and in school and stuff. It was like how much that consumed us when we were, like, in high school and younger. It's like I wasn't even, like that damn that fucking into it but it's like that's that's like how you gauge your success as a as a 17 year old boy you know what i'm saying like or 18 year old kid, yeah. you know what i'm saying like that was all that was you were gauged by by your peers you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that's pretty disgusting like setup too like what's that getting you ready for how you know what i'm saying like yeah good point Oh man, that I'm so happy I'm not a teenager anymore. Oh my god, so so fucking confusing. <laughs> Wasn't it? It's so like just weird and you're like fighting with everybody and fighting with yourself and just and then like you know like the you got all like the hormones. You're just like oh I just gotta like have sex, but like you like are awkward about it and like you're not skilled at all it. All the and, doubts like, and the hormones and the doubts. <laughs> yeah. Everything's weird about you. You're like, you look the worst. Like you can just like pimply and like, oh, it's just like a hot mess, man. And, and it's just one awkward phase onto the next, maybe slightly least, less awkward stage, but still awkward, you know? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Early twenties, you're like, yeah, still a little weird. Once you get to the late twenties, you're like, we were building oh, on nothing. Like, suck. like mentally, how much of the world did we see? You know what I'm saying? How much of the world, world have we taken in? Have we hit like really took it in and understood, you know, like we had no foundation yet. We wanted to have it all figured out. You know what I'm saying? Like we wanted to say like, I am this like gangster skateboarder. You know what I'm saying? I am this rocker, you know, I am this, like we wanted to like have the solid character down without any of like the back work. You know what I'm saying? Like we didn't have no backing story. We spent, you know, 13 years in our, in our parents' like house playing in our bedrooms you know what i'm saying like we had no backstory but we wanted to like have a character you know Mm. damn yeah that's a good point yeah because up to that point 
you know, all the kids are the same. When they let you go, they're like, who am I going to be? Right. You know, like, and it's <laughs> just like, you got to try so hard and so fast. You're like, this is my movie. Like, yeah, I'm fucking Vin Diesel. And you're like, no, I'm on to something different. Right. Nope, don't want to do that. That sucks. That's a lot of work. <laughs> you know, and just like all over the fucking place trying to figure out who the fuck you're going to be. All hopped up you know? on fucking sugar and shit. Like, yeah, I here's like, 250. You choose what you eat for lunch. Go. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like. John Mayer for two years. I was like Kevin Smith for a couple of years. You know what I'm right. saying? It's all over the place. And then you kind of, when you hit your, like again, we're going to follow this all the way back. Once you get back to your 30s and shit, you just kind of like, you're like, ah, I guess I'm just like a little bit of everything. Right. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a lot. A lot of it. A little bit. Just yeah. Well, you start kind of, I guess that, that uh, through that pattern, a continuous like loop, you realize like, you know, having this new look or having these, you know, whatever doesn't really, nobody really gives a shit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, what I wear, what I you. do, like you just kind of learn it over time. And you're just like, I'm kind of in an isolated little world where I can do whatever I want. And do I want to sit here yeah. and like worry about what other people are thinking? I don't want to just fucking do what I want, you know? Yeah. Cause nobody's really paying Plus attention. You have like a shallow, uh, field of view too when you're at that age you know you're just like Ozzy Osbourne he's just like a rocker and you're just like talking about wanting to define yourself you're just like that's all he is but it's like dude Ozzy Osbourne like you know he might be like pretty good on a barbecue grill he might be like really bad at reading you know like there's a lot of shit that makes up who everyone is and like they just do like one thing really well and you forget about that and you forget about like oh yeah I gotta do a bunch of other shit too you know I gotta figure the rest of this shit out while, while we are still talking about like education, like kids and stuff like that, like or being kids, I will say like one of the one skills I'd love to like be super thankful or happy like see my kids have is like that ability to like grind it out. You know what I'm saying? To, like, like you think about you learn, you know, you learn guitar. I learn guitar. I think music's a great thing because every like every single chord you learn is like a little mini accomplishment. You know what I'm saying? Like. You first start learning it, your fingers don't want to go in that direction, and then they do, and then you can just go there as like muscle memory. You start, okay. you know what I'm saying? Like, I think with any skill, that's how it goes. And mm-hmm. like, some, you know, you don't want to be somebody who can't grind it out on anything, can't go, go through that learning curve to get to the other side. You know, like, learn, knowing how to learn or, or how to develop a skill, I think, is like an important like thing to, to learn. I think that there's, and like, I guess, I feel a little weird that I don't know this answer because I feel like I don't have enough uh, deep conversations with people. But you think there's people out there that are just like not skilled at like anything? Just like, no, like just nothing. Just like, oh, yeah, what do you do? Good? He's like, just I literally do nothing good. Like I just, yeah. I mean, laundry happens. There's something. You like know. I can make a grilled cheese. Yeah. Is that like how... Is that more the norm where people don't have like some good skill or are looking for some good skill? I don't know. I mean, I feel like, I feel like any, like that's a pretty fundamental. I mean, a lot of people have that skill. Like I was just saying like the ability just to kind of like grind it out, but they just, and, they, and because they have that, they have something like you said, like they have, they're really good at like, it could be video games or something. You know what I'm saying? They're really They grinded it out in some games and they're super good at it. Mm. Or whatever, but I just think that's like even like I just think of like the unicycle man. That took me an entire summer of falling, falling, falling. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just so fucking hard. You know, like I just kept. I sat on that thing and I pedaled like two pedals. And, like seat went back. I landed on my feet and I was like, no. Right. 
I'm not willing to put in the work. Like, I'm not going to be the unicycle guy. Right. And then you were just like, I'm putting in a whole fucking summer. And then you became a unicycle cop. Dude, you know? It's like this. I always think, like, I am, like, I think what it is, like, when I look at, like, how I learn things and how I do stuff, I used to feel like a phony. Cause I feel like all I do is really just, like, grind as long as it takes. You know what I'm saying? Until something's done. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm, like, I watch somebody else and will pick up something in, like, half the time. You know what I'm saying? Or 25% yeah. of the time. You know what I'm saying? But, like. Some people that can mm-hmm. do that can can learn something like, and half the time it takes me won't spend the time to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Sometimes I feel like I suck at everything. I just am willing to grind. You know. Yeah, I'm like kind of the same way, but like my shit is like accelerated. Where I'm like I'm gonna like when I get into some shit like it's like my life, and I just get crazy and shit, and I actually get, like, pretty decent at it. Yeah. Like, All right, I'm good. That's the thing, that you, you know, enjoy like th- You enjoy the journey, you know what I'm saying? In that grinding yeah. it out is, like, a journey of, like, like a game, man. You just you see the progress, you focus on the progress, and you get excited about the progress, and you're moving, yeah. you know? Yeah, and, like, it's kind of cool, too, because I still, like, have confidence in that, where I'm like, yeah, I can pretty much, like, pick shit up quick. Like, remember, like, right. even when I joined, joined the cover band and shit, they're like, oh, yeah, like want to play keyboards and i'm like yeah like i never played keyboards before and i was like here we go let me go buy a keyboard right. and it's like don't stop believing the next week at band practice you know mm-hmm. like i just fucking sat there for like 20 hours a fucking day for like a week straight just like uh, just trying to make myself do well, it. well it's smart of you to start off with a song with like a good mantra too you know like, yeah don't stop yeah. believing because exactly <laughs> keep exactly. trying and i didn't stop believing i remember playing that shit live and as soon as you hit those first couple notes it does it like even if you just played on a fucking uh jukebox at any bar when that song comes on the drunk girls oh yeah they just woo you get the woos man and it's like this is my song it's like that's everyone's song sit down mm-hmm. you know but like that song just gets shit going so yeah, that was a good song for me to learn on because it was like i just robbed like the experience where i was just like yeah i'm gonna learn how to play keyboards instantly like yeah you know, was part of something that was beautiful. <laughs> I mean, I, I was uh, recently. I was. I think you have been too. Like that was stirred up in me again. Like it's always like little things. I, t- I was trying to learn like the Chinese yo-yo for a minute. You know, I need, need to go back to it, but I didn't have the right yo-yo. But recently, you have one too now, a ukulele. Like that has been a blast because I already know these chords. So it's like yeah. the moment I nail the chords, it's almost like it's easier to learn it, even though it's a different uh, muscle memory, like the chord-wise. But it's like rapidly building my like archive of ukulele chords and it's so much fun it's like yeah like i could play any song i could ever play on acoustic i can like play on the uke if i keep yeah. going you know it was, and it was fast like it was uh you know you're like oh instead of like a c it's kind of like a d on a ukulele and it's just like yeah. it's just like you get the chords and like that fucking night on uh new year's dude when we were uh on new year's eve yeah. i brought the ukulele over and we were fucking jamming out yeah with the you guitar know, and the uke time. yeah yeah, it's, and the uke it and makes uh, me happy, like the the tone of it. Like I just cannot wait to be around a campfire this summer with a ukulele. You know what I'm saying? I'm pumped yeah. about it. How much money do people pay for therapy? You know when they're down and like medication and shit. Right. Come over to my house when you're feeling down, and let me play you a pop song on the ukulele, <laughs> and tell me you're leaving without a smile. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like ukulele is just like a good time. I, you, you just can't not smile. You can't not smile when you I love it all, man. I love the pitch. And you know what goes really good with the ukulele? A whistle. Like whistling a song with the ukulele is like the perfect it's the perfect um like sca- uh what do you call it? scale or um 
octave or whatever for like whistling. Yeah. Just whistling the melody of a song while you're playing the uke. I haven't done it Dude, yet. Dude, try it. It's perfect. <laughs> Damn. I wish I had it on me right now. Be like, all right, we're going to leave with uh, a... <laughs> we, sh- we should plan for like a, a double... I wonder if there's any like double uke songs, man. Like, We'd have to do that one live. It'd have to be a live podcast because the delay. You'd be like four courses behind me. Right. <laughs> I am. Yeah, dude, that'd be. I'm look. That would be fun. I'm looking forward to having that thing around some campfires. You know, like on a with a sunset and on a beach somewhere. You know what I'm saying? I'm just well, I'm not, I'm mm-hmm. hanging out with some good people. And even if you're not like a fan of music and shit, and you're like, okay, I don't like the music. You're at least gonna smile when you see a person with this like giant of hands as me playing like a guitar that looks so tiny. Right. You know, that's fun in its own regard. Yeah. That's a good time. I haven't picked up my regular guitar in like two, three weeks. I picked it up the other day and I was like, yeah. this is huge. Like, <laughs> it just doesn't feel right. Like, why is my arm like fully extended just to reach down the neck? You know, like. Feels like you're playing a school bus or something. Right. Like, Jesus Christ. It does feel a lot bigger. Caution may take wide turns. We have to give out a disclaimer too. Uh, I went over to Mike's house for New Year's Eve and we were watching the ball drop. And uh, <laughs> we were streaming it, and without thinking, uh, we're like, "All right, we got about two and a half minutes left before the ball drops." And and I looked down at my phone, and I'm like, "Oh shit, it's like 12:01 right now." Like, <laughs> we totally missed our gallop into the. I near. instantly said, "Hold on, rewind it." Said, "Let's pretend like that didn't happen." And then we stood up and we brought in the new year. Mm-hmm. No. At 12:03, yeah. We were, well, we were watching. We I, re- I rewound the stream. That's what's nice about the internet. And it's fine, you know. Like <laughs> it's fine. I was just. I just excited. think it's. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was funny that they say that what you're doing when New Year's starts is what you're going to do for the rest of the year. And we were all just like staring blankly at the TV, late as fuck. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I hope that's that, not. That's what I do one all of those year. times every single year for like the last three years that I've like thought like man it'd be really nice if i had cable tv you know what i'm saying i've always been able to stream something up there but i'm still always like i just want to watch one of the networks you know like traditional you know like that's the only time huh that that's it that's pretty much it so that you're not late to the new year you know but maybe just go off your clock next time your phone your iphone you know yeah get that shit going can you show seconds on there there's something about like watching some Buddy, you don't know with a microphone and like a coat on, you know, yelling with people cheering in the background. Like you got to see the the time. I think the the Times Square thing is like part of New Year's. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When was the last time? Yeah. When was the last New Year's that you had that you w- weren't watching Times Square footage? I don't know if it's ever happened. Right. I don't know if I've ever not watched it, and that's kind of a. Uh, kind of fucked up you know it's like every year i just dedicate that night to ryan seacrest i'm like bring it in ryan (laughs) (laughs) you know like i almost feel like next year i'm just gonna be like you know what i'm fucking not doing it i'm gonna read a book right through the fucking new year like oh it's another year didn't fucking notice (laughs) all right that or like something i just think about this is so cold it's like i'm not gonna be traveling or doing nothing it's fucking cold yeah fuck standing outside People that do like the stand outside for the ball drops, like I'd rather be warm and drunk inside right. than cold and drunk outside. It's gotta be so, no, no. It'd be cool is like if uh, if like we did a live stream for New Year's, like a whole hour of like entertainment 
in a living room, like going around. They're like, we're going to go over to Steven on the couch playing the uh, the banjo to something. You know, like have yeah. like a bunch of people just have like, it's like a talent show, you know? You just it fly. just never stops. Like it's all one shot and you're just moving the camera and then you like move over. You're like, thanks a lot. And then like you move over and there's a dude just already ready doing stand up <laughs> and shit. And he's like, you know what I hate about airports? Right. Like, yeah. It's just like a full, yeah. just line up a juggler. We just put point. the phone on your Ronin. Mm-hmm. Just move it around exactly. all over the place. I'm down for that. The mic and the beard, New Year's extravaganza. I'll wear a suit too. All right. Or my blazer, my teacher blazer. Get double use out of it. <laughs> I'm liking this. I think we should do that. We can still have like a room for, you know, have people out and have a room for like just dancing and just like make it like a party, but it's a live stream of a party with some kind of like planned content and stuff. I'm liking that. I like mm. that. It'd be fun. I wonder if, yeah, that would be fun. Somebody remind us. <laughs> yeah. That's one of those things, like, I know genetically that my memory is going to go to shit. Like, uh, like, I know, like, my parents, like, like, memory, it bums me out. Like, that's one of those things where I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to have bad memory. And I already do so bad where I'm like. Do you feel like as you get you older that listening to the Mike and the Beard podcast, like say you're like 70 and your memory's like going, you're forgetting like your kids' names and stuff like that. Like, do you think like listening to like the Mike and the Beard podcast would like kind of bring you more like to like, yes. oh, yes, I remember. Oh, I remember that. Right. <laughs> yeah. And that's the only reason I do the podcast is <laughs> just so 70 year old me can be like, what was that young fella? I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that shit. Right. Just to bring me back a little bit. Just to bring me back. Because I've listened, like, I've gone back just, like, to no- to look at progression of our episodes. And I've listened to, like, oh, let me listen to, like, episode, like, 17. And I'm like, I don't remember any of that conversation. I don't remember, like, you know, right. it's, like, all feels so fucking new where I'm like, mm, my memory. I'm like, it's almost hey. over. There's always this part of there's always this part of me that's like oh yeah you know like I want people to listen you know what I'm saying I love to have like a little community of like cool people that we can like talk to and like do stuff with or whatever but like at the same time like when I listen to the back to the podcast you know and I think about like l- the fact that it's there forever and we're gonna be able to like dip into it like when I get older like it's so yeah. worth it and for the most part like doing it I don't think about like how many views it's gonna get I'm just like I enjoy the shit out of it. Like, listening back to even right. the last one, I was like, I don't think this one's going to be that good. I felt kind of weird that day. I was, like, tired and shit, you know? Weird start. And then I listened to it, and I'm just like, when I turned it off, I'm like, I feel fucking good, man. Like, I got some, like, good energy bubbling up inside of me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, double whammy. Fuck yeah, dude. Double whammy. Plus, in today's world, you don't talk to fucking anybody on the phone no more, you know? Like, right. you interact with the same five, six people. I think that's like how this podcast got started. It was like you're like the only human where like you'd call. Like I'd have like every time we talk on the phone, we're like we talk for like an hour and ten minutes. Right. And I was like, an hour and ten minutes sounds like the perfect time to do a podcast. Let's do this shit. Yeah. Fucking made it happen. I like it. We just made it happen again. Almost we're in an hour and eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's perfect. He said hour ten. I don't yeah. remember what was discussed in this podcast, but that was a good one. That's one of those ones we kind of zone out from, like, the very beginning to the end, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it just happened. We'll see. We'll listen back. It's just going to be all silence. We're like, we didn't talk that whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just us staring, staring at each other's webcam. Like, I didn't even realize that we were reading minds. I just thought we were <laughs> communicating. Been communicating. Damn it. Oh, I, I did yeah. want to share one more thing. Like, I better. I'm. I'm gonna save this for the next one because I think we're we're gonna be doing these every Wednesday now. So I'll save it because it's like it's okay. like a whole nother. It's like a whole nother category. Oh, be a solid one there, for next man. One. You just fucking neganed us. That was like The Walking Dead. You're like, oh shit. You pulled out Lucille and you're like, who the fuck's are you gonna kill? Let's go. And you're like, next season. Yeah, Not next. On. It's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Cliffhanger, everybody. Um, so check out the Mike and the Beard Facebook page. Check out MikeandTheBeard.com and keep on coming back. And we'll just keep on talking into your face. Yeah. Let, thanks for letting us hang with you today and uh, make it great. Mm, peace be with you.